0: Hi, um, I'm John O'D. I'm with Tech Ireland. Tech Ireland is the, the not-for-profit that supports and monitors and tracks the innovation system here in, in Ireland. Every year, twice a year, we publish a funding review on the money that has been invested into startup and tech businesses here in Ireland, the, the island of Ireland, including, including Northern Ireland. This week we publish our review of the first half of 2019 and have an expert here to talk me through our report. And it's Brian Caulfield, who's the venture partner with Draper Esprit and a man who's well networked in the startup community. So Brian, you're very welcome. Thanks, John. Good to be here again. Yeah, getting down to to brass tacks here now, uh, you've got the, the report in front of you and you can see the sort of numbers that went into Irish companies in 2019. 437 million euros invested into 102 companies kind of overall is that what's your overall reaction to that number is that good or bad Uh, i think that's uh, actually a reasonably solid performance for the half year
1: i mean if we compare it with last year it appears to be down by about 20 percent. but um in last year's h1 numbers we had one very very large transaction, uh, AMCS. Uh, sorry, two very large transactions, AMCS and Intercom, each raising a hundred million euros. So if you kind of strip those two out, then you know actually this uh, this this year's H one funding is is kind of up. So I think it represents a, a very solid performance. The other thing that's encouraging to see is that this year 102 companies got funded compared with uh, with just 80 last year, so that's uh, that that's definitely uh, a positive. And the other thing is, I mean, we see the same pattern every year where the overall number tends to be a little bit distorted by a small number of very large transactions. Um, Last year the top two were 40 percent of the of the total uh, roughly speaking this year, it's not quite as extreme. You know, the the, the top two are a hundred million between them. The top six are two hundred million. So you know that's still kind of uh, pr- pr- pretty significant, but not quite as distorted as last it's a, year. It's a more
0: balanced picture. Isn't more
1: balanced, a li- little bit more of a, a, a of of a spread, which is uh, which is encouraging, and more companies funded, which which is which is, which is crucial, you enough. know. Yeah and and actually if you if you look at the the pattern in terms of the range of funding, um I think there's there's a big a big story here the the number of company, companies raising rounds above fifty million, you know really those those rounds are so rare. I don't pay too much attention to those numbers but if you look at the number of companies raising rounds in the range of five to fifty million uh, that has gone from nine in 2018 to 19 in the first half of that year of this year so that's that's kind of a doubling of the number of companies that are raising serious growth type rounds and you know that's that's very encouraging it's really really uh positive it's, it's the see. area
0: that you love to see um sort of stre- strength and depth as it were
1: yeah and i think from the perspective of ireland and we've kind of been talking a lot about this over the the, the, the past weeks and months you know ireland does appear to have a problem in terms of scaling companies and getting companies to, to, to kind of really significant uh, global scale and this is maybe at least a signpost that that that's improving and that perhaps we're we're, we're getting uh we're, we're getting better than that um it it probably also reflects a global trend in terms of the internationalization of growth venture capital you know in increasingly uh, funders think globally in in terms of those bigger realms and they probably syndicate globally as well yeah and syndicate globally absolutely yeah, yeah. so that's encouraging uh, if we look at the, uh, the 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 lower end of the range mm. if you like the kind of fundraisings from from 0 to 5 million you know actually the numbers haven't changed much at all we've gone from you know what r- roughly 62 63 to sixty-seven, uh, very little change th- there in terms of the numbers of companies raising raising a seed round or or, or raising uh, a kind of a smaller Series A type round. You know, I'm
0: never altogether sure that we get the uh, these very small rounds right at the at the end of the first half. In that, I think a lot of the the investments, enterprise aren't participating. They don't release their numbers until early in the in the new year, as it were. And some smaller companies don't go out of their way to publicise the fact that they've raised around. Whereas maybe larger companies do, or VCs are keen that they they will public on it
1: I, I think i think that's a really good point i mean you know at the at the end of the day we we do everything we can to make sure that the data is is as accurate as it possibly can be and you know troll uh, trawl tra- tra- tra the, the the media of the world to try and identify as many as we possibly can of the funding rounds but a lot of smaller funding rounds uh, go completely unreported. you know, either because the companies are reluctant to publicize a, a small funding round, uh, um and and equally, larger companies may be reluctant to publicize a small funding round because it may it may suggest that they're they're kind of going through a, a difficult period and yeah. perhaps they're raising bridge bridge funding yeah. Uh, so I I think it's quite likely, especially at the kind of less than five hundred k level, that that there are quite a number of you know angel rounds and so on that just don't get reported. Just don't
0: get reported. Very good. Okay, so the the sort of the the larger the largest investments in the first half this year were Finergo, Populo, Atlantic Therapeutics. Let's get checked. So it's a it's a significantly different kind of picture to last year where, where two companies kind of t- t- took took the, the vast bulk of the investment
1: yes and i i'm always hesitant to read too much into something like uh something like this john as as you said yourself um when we were chatting beforehand these are kind of black swan uh, type type events and the, the statistical significance of it being kind of one company above 50 million this year versus three companies uh, above 50 million last year, I, I really wouldn't read too much into that. Um, And the other thing, it's often the case with some of these larger rounds that they effectively represent partial exits where perhaps some uh, early investors are exiting the business or perhaps where founders are are getting some liquidity but staying with the business and continuing to, to drive growth that typically goes unreported Mm. uh so i i think you need to be a little bit careful uh, about if you like reading too much into if you like how much of that money is going into the company to drive additional growth Mm. versus uh money being taken off the table by by Mm. by early investors and usually that's not broken down yes. in public news reports. On the other
0: hand, I suppose, even if it's coming to early investors, typically they're going to invest again. So I guess it's it's money into the, the startup ecosystem at some it, level. It, it
1: is, and very frequently it'll be international money exiting local early-stage investors or yeah. founders. So we should absolutely see that as, as a good thing and as an indication of the uh, the health of of the economy and indeed i think in some respects it's it's a really strong positive for uh, for 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 ireland um, in the sense that typically that what, what that means is that the founders of the business uh, are continuing to grow the business under Irish control and remaining if you like strongly anchored in the Irish market rather than exiting 100% to to a trade buyer so it's it's
0: it's actually uh, because the early exit it's t- is typically the bane of the Irish startup system in a way isn't it uh, yeah Bailing we, out too early we
1: we we haven't found a way yet to incentivize founders to uh, you know to continue to grow the biz- their businesses over a longer period of time there there is perhaps a, a tendency to uh, to 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 exit to exit early you know i think unfortunately that's reflective of a poor risk reward ratio for founders in terms of continuing to grow the business beyond a certain point, and I, 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 think it's something we need to think about from a policy perspective. In fact,
0: very good. The largest rounds, then, I see DecaWave are here. Uh, sort of, they raised a round in in quarter one. Um, sort of, they've been they've been around quite a long time. I guess would they be around? yeah 12 14 years or something like that maybe it, it, it i i would say there are
1: certainly um contemporaries at least of the uh, the guys in movidius mm. who who mm. obviously exited a couple of mm. years ago very very yeah. very successfully to intel um i i think it's another example of a sector that's extremely capital intensive fabulous semiconductor businesses it's not at all unusual for them to raise perhaps a hundred million dollars before they start to to generate significant revenues. And, Mm. you know, in indeed in, you know, historically in my own Draper Esprit portfolio, I had a portfolio company in Bristol that basically raised 300 million dollars before uh you know before really starting to to generate significant revenue so so these are very very capital intensive uh intensive businesses so not not really a, su- a surprise to see them uh, and do they they need very more. patient
0: investors i suppose and and are we set up to to have patient investors like that do you think or... I,
1: I i think historically no and one of the challenges of these kind of very uh, very capital intensive businesses and and also by the way high risk businesses that are quite binary i i'd kind of put semiconductor and biotech in the Mm. same category in that respect you you know it's a very expensive very long journey to get to the point where you're actually generating revenue Mm. and it can frequently be the case that you spend enormous amounts of capital uh, and, and it doesn't work out. It, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the drugs don't work as they yeah. say or, yeah. or, or or you tape out your chip and and, and the chip doesn't work for one yeah. reason or yeah. another. Um, and what you find in those type of industries is typically that the involvement of strategic investors is very, very important and um, it can be quite difficult to finance them without the involvement of strategic investors Mm. apart from anything else the strategic investors send a strong signal to the financial investors in in, uh, in these spaces where you don't get a whole heap of early evidence of commercial success. Yes, yes. Interesting. Um, And unfortunately, if you look at a business, uh, uh, Movidius historically is a great example. It was kind of a 13-year journey to get to exit. Yeah and most vc funds mm. are are 10 year mm. funds so yeah. that that does create a, a, an issue for mm. sure mm.
0: interesting really interesting yeah. is there anything else you you notice in this larger investments
1: well i think there's an interesting spread across uh, kind of software um, biotech medical devices Semiconductor, um, mm. so you know, re- really, and 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 also actually, kind of, if you like, consumer healthcare, uh, uh, digital health type uh, type proper propositions. Yeah. So I think we should we should see that as a, as a positive and as a reflection. Yeah of the strength of the 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 if you like the irish innovation sector across a number of key categories all our eggs aren't
0: in one basket as it were yeah a strength yeah
1: yeah and i think if you if you go back you know maybe 20 years i think software would have really dominated the picture and and that's not the case uh anymore
0: you know and I, that's a good thing yeah very good um and the next uh, slide here is around the distribution of funding in the regions and it's a very different picture to to last year
1: it, it it is and it's different in i suppose two major respects i mean the first thing is that the amount of funding going to the regions has uh, has increased pretty significantly and uh, in addition to that, last year, AMCS's hundred million fundraising in Limerick had, had had two impacts. Firstly, it meant that kind of Limerick really dominated <laughs> the, the 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 kind of the re, the regional picture. But it also kind of inflated number that, that otherwise was kind of a little bit depressing. It was a picture where there was kind of 100 million going into Limerick and, and less than 40 million in in the rest of the, the, the country outside Dublin. Uh, the picture this year is, is much, much more balanced. Got the, the order of 40 million in Galway, something similar in Cork. Twenty-two million in Limerick, you know, thirteen million in Kildare. So a much, much more hmm. encouraging. It's picture. still,
0: it's still though, like hundred and forty million out of what's it, uh, four hundred and fifty million. So it's it, Dublin kind of dominates the the the, the funding doesn't it
1: yes it, it 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 does and I mean this is definitely definitely an improvement and I think you know to be honest one of the great opportunities for 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 Ireland in terms of creating balanced regional development is to encourage uh, these type of businesses to 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 flourish in in regional centres Where you know a business with forty or fifty people can have really a a a huge a huge impact. Um, Having said that, I think maybe this is not where we'd like to be, but it definitely is a kind of a step in In the right right direction. direction. Um, I think the other thing, just uh, Mm. uh, looking at H one eighteen versus H H one twenty nineteen is the strength of galway and i i think that reflects uh, the the success of the kind of medical devices cluster in in galway i mean la- last year it was kind of second to yes. uh, that, that big amcs round uh, this year it's kind of second to dublin so Shows the benefits of creating these kind of clusters around and the foreign sectors. direct
0: investment, I suppose, in sort of in that met, in that sector in Galway as well. I mean, just I mean, it's yeah. it feeds the the local ecosystem hugely. It, it
1: really does, and you know, with without mentioning names, uh, there's there's a cluster of executives who have worked in the kind of the boston scientifics and so on Mm. who've been hugely successful and who have gone on to become angel investors in the sector we need to drive a lot more of of that and 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 you know i suppose galway shows that that this can work
0: and Brian, I'm looking at the female founder funding slide here. Uh, Tech Ireland has, has traditionally focused a lot of attention on the amount of funding going into female-led startups. What do you think the picture is saying here? Uh, so I think, you know, obviously there's a significant improvement le- relative
1: to the first half of last year, which was was really particularly disappointing. 2017 had been really you know relatively positive with with i think close to 90 million going into companies founded by women in half one of 2018 that that dropped to less than 20 million which was obviously an extremely disappointing number um the first half of this year it's up to 43 million so that's a, a kind of a significant rebound and and obviously a, a positive and a pretty good spread of companies as well some something like 25 uh, companies with, with 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 women as founders got funded you know the 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 flip side of that is that unfortunately 43 uh, 43 million represents kind of barely 10% of the total fundraising in the period so i i'd be reluctant to 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 be clapping ourselves on on the back too much um that is somewhat ahead of international norms which are i i think more like 6 7% but i don't think you can be, uh, be be taking too much credit for being m- marginally ahead of, of of a very
0: poor global uh, global performance you know and the performance in the north is even weaker than down here which is which is kind of surprising is there more we we could be doing to 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 get more female funded uh, startups out there and funded so so you're absolutely right the the performance
1: in in northern ireland uh, is is remarkably poor it's uh, it's something like 5% of the the funding total um, I'm I'm not sure that there's anything in particular that I can point to that that might be the the reason for that. But having said that, I think Enterprise Ireland have actually done a pretty good job in this area. They've they've put some real focus and and attention on backing uh, companies led by women and for example have had calls for a uh, competitive start funding that were only open to women i think that type of, uh, of initiative is is obviously very positive and that may partly explain the kind of the difference between uh b- b- between the republic of ireland and
0: northern ireland very good and finally um sort of you're a you're a well-traveled uh, guy, you see the world. You're, if you're not in the Arctic, you're uh, in traveling around the States. Um, how do you think we're doing here in Ireland now, relative to our peers? So I think in a European context, for many
1: years, Ireland has, you know, kind of punched above its weight uh, relative to, to other countries around Europe, relative to obviously California or even London we remain weak especially in terms of let's say the early stage angel capital uh, uh, market which is pretty underdeveloped in an Irish uh, in an Irish context i think the globalization of the sort of the series b series c market means that if companies get to a certain scale, they can access the international markets for capital. But early stage capital has to be local. It's always local and and we've worked to do to
0: improve the uh, the, the, the 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 local environment from that perspective. Brian, thanks for thanks for your insight in all this. Uh... Uh, Tech Ireland will continue to monitor uh, sort of both the the very early stage and the later stage investments. And uh, hopefully we'll have a good story to tell at the end of the year. Thank you. I look forward to that. Thanks, John.